Good morning, and welcome to Speaking of Animals. I'm Caitlin Holling, and I'm the Community Outreach and Development Coordinator at the Flagler Humane Society. Happy Saturday. Today, I am joined by a special guest. She is one of our amazing customer service representatives at the Flagler Humane Society. Please welcome Haley Jankowski. Thanks for having me, Caitlin. Thank you for being here. Alrighty, to start our show today, I wanted to share some happy news. So as of October 26th, we have already had over 150 adoptions just this month. This is terrific news, and we are so thankful to anyone who has helped us by adopting, fostering, volunteering, or donating this month. If you remember, earlier in September, we had the 30-plus cats that were brought in from a hoarding situation through animal control. I am very happy to let you all know that a majority of them have been adopted and are in loving, caring homes now. There are still a few waiting, so be sure to stop by if you are looking for a furry friend. We are so happy for all the recent adoptions, though. Again, I wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who chose to adopt and save a life. This is why we do what we do. So Halloween is right around the corner, and Halloween is one of my favorite holidays, and we, of course, as pet owners, never want to leave our beloved pets out of our holiday celebrations. So today on Speaking of Animals, Haley and I are going to talk to you a little bit about how to make this Halloween season as spectacular as possible for both you and your pet. I know Haley is a big fan of Halloween, and she's been helping me dress up all our adoptable animals at the shelter in fun costumes this past couple weeks, so I thought she was the perfect person to join me this week. Whether you plan to trick-or-treat with your furry family member or throw a haunted bash with them at your home, it's important to follow essential Halloween pet safety tips. By being aware of the spooky season's various dangers for dogs and cats, you can ensure that this year it's all treats and no tricks. And by tricks, we mean emergency visits to an animal hospital. Here are nine Halloween hazards for your pets to keep an eye out for the season. Alrighty, the first one, which is one you probably would assume would be on this list, is chocolate. Chocolate is typically the number one pet toxicity claim received by pet insurance company Trupanion during the Halloween season. If you think your pet has possibly consumed chocolate, there are some key symptoms to look out for. These symptoms include stomach issues, vomiting, diarrhea, increased heart rate, restlessness, or hyperactivity. And if you think your pet has ingested chocolate, please don't wait and bring them to an emergency veterinary hospital right away and try to provide as much information as possible about the type of chocolate and the quantity the pet may have eaten. The second thing to look out for is xylitol. You probably already know that chocolate is toxic to cats and dogs alike, but another one of the biggest concerns around Halloween candy in pets is xylitol. This chemical compound is used in sugar-free candies, including gum, as well as some brands of peanut butter. Ingestion can cause liver damage, seizures, and other serious health effects. Candy corn is primarily dangerous to dogs and cats because many varieties contain xylitol. There are different types of candy corn, each containing various ingredients that are harmful to our four-legged friends. From high levels of sugar and food coloring, chemicals to corn syrup and calorie-heavy marshmallow, these popular Halloween treats should never be offered to pets or left out in the open. Also, it's not just the ingredients of the candy that you have to watch out for. Wrappers, in general, can be choking hazards, and if swallowed, they can cause intestinal blockages, and for all these reasons, 
we need to be sure to keep Halloween candy far out of reach and in a, sec- in a secure, pet-proof container. And number three is alcohol. From pumpkin beers to bowls of boozy punch, alcohol tends to flow more frequently during the Halloween season. It may seem fun to give your pal a taste, but it's not healthy or safe. The ethanol in alcohol makes it toxic to pets, putting them at risk of organ failure and even death. While humans are also at risk of alcohol poisoning, and if high quantities are consumed, it's important to remember that your furry friends need a lot less to be affected. Also, ask Halloween party guests to avoid leaving any beverages unattended and to seek immediate veterinary care if you believe your pet has ingested alcohol. Number four on the list is raisins. You may think chocolate or other sweet candies are the only potential threats this spooky season, but some people opt to hand out either healthier options, trick-or-treaters, such as raisins. Even though raisins are healthy for humans, they are considered highly toxic to dogs and cats alike. The exact reason for this is unknown, but raisin ingestion has been known to cause kidney failure in pets and can cause and can in some cases lead to death. Similar to chocolate, symptoms of raisins include vomiting, diarrhea, weakness, and seizures. All of these symptoms are very serious, and even if your pet ingests a small quantity, you should contact your veterinarian immediately. Number five is social anxiety. Are you going to be throwing a Halloween party this year with, ho- with your pets around? Many dogs and cats are prone to social anxiety, and pet stress in general may even be on the rise. Even pets that are accustomed to being around groups of people may feel suddenly stressed by the sounds and smells during fall holiday parties, which can lead to unwelcome or even dangerous behavior. To help reduce your pet's social anxiety during these parties, always make sure that your pets have a quiet, safe room to retreat to. Make sure the space has water, bedding, and your pal's favorite toy. And let party guests know up front that this space is off-limits. In some cases, it may be best to bring anxious pets to a friend's or pet sitter's house instead of keeping them in the home during party time. Your veterinarian can also help prescribe anti-anxiety pet medication when appropriate. Number six is spooky decorations. Those plastic spiders and fake webbing can help transform your home into a haunted house, but they can also be a choking hazard for your pet. Or if swallowed successfully, they can lead to intestinal obstruction or damage. It's also worth being aware of any Halloween decor that contains wires, as these can quickly lead to injury for any furry friends that decide to chew on them. Likewise, any open flame candles should always be kept out of reach of pets. Number seven is pumpkins. Pumpkin seeds and plain cooked pumpkins in small pieces are fine for dogs and cats, but the whole gourd is not. In cases of pets who like to munch on everything in sight, Pumpkin rinds in uncooked portions could lead to bowel obstruction. If you're using decorative pumpkins or have recently picked some from a patch, it's also important to clean them thoroughly to avoid exposing your pal to pesticides. Number eight is costumes. From adorable pirate dogs to grumpy cat dragons, dressing up pets for Halloween is very common. One 2022 survey revealed that more than 75% of pet parents plan to put their pet in a costume for holiday for the holiday. But is it safe? In some cases, not always. Small material like sequins and pom-poms can be easily ingested and lead to obstructions along the digestive tract. While paint can be toxic, in addition to being at risk of physical harm, many pets may simply experience unnecessary stress when put in a costume. If you do choose to dress up your pal, be ready to remove it when your pet shows signs of distress or comfort. 
Never leave pets unattended in a costume. Any costume you use should be specifically made for pets and allow the full range of movement. Remember, the photos may be cute, but your pet's well-being comes first. Alrighty, and number nine on our list is open doors. If you're like many people, you're probably planning on welcoming trick-or-treaters at the door this year. But be extra alert. This will create numerous opportunities for pets to escape. Putting up a pet gate or other barrier will help prevent your dog from waltzing out the doorstep. But cats can be a little craftier. If you enjoy chatting and admiring costumes while you dowel out treats, consider sitting on the doorstep to wait. In cases where the door may be frequently opened and closed, including during Halloween parties, keep your pet safe in a secure room where escape won't be an issue. One way to distract a curious pet is to keep some of their favorite treats handy and to make sure they feel included in the festivities. You can also try making some of your own pet's treats from pet safe ingredients for a fun holiday treat. Regardless, it's crucial to be careful in regard to where you store your Halloween candy this season. All it takes is one bump to knock over a jack-o'-lantern bowl filled with candy, and you could be it could be tough to grab it all before your pet gets to it. Alrighty, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Alrighty, guys, we're back. And now we wanted to dive into a little more on how to safely dress up your pets for this Halloween. Everyone has their own favorite ways to celebrate Halloween, and for many pet owners, this includes dressing up dogs and cats in fun or scary costumes. After all, why not involve the whole family in your festivities? But before you go buying the next adorable pup wizard or cat pirate costume you fall in love with, it's imperative that you're practicing safety and putting your pet's well-being first. Halloween costumes aren't for every pet, and you'll need to be careful to ensure you aren't creating unnecessary stress for your furry friend. Even if you're used to dressing up your pet, the wrong costume choice could lead to dangerous consequences. First, it's important to know your pet's preferences. To save you time and money on an expensive pet costume, start by determining if your furry friend is okay with wearing anything to begin with. For example, a cat that can't stand wearing a harness isn't likely to suddenly enjoy having a little plush hot dog strapped to their back. If your pal has never worn a costume or even a pet harness before, try starting with a harness. If they're comfortable with that, try a pet sweater. Happy pet and no problems? You're probably good to try a costume. Try to keep it simple. While big statements and extravagance may be fine for human costumes, they can pose a danger to pets. Your pet's Halloween attire should be on the simple side with as few possible pieces to complete the look. Avoid extra accessories, detachable parts, or anything that can become tangled. Your pet's costume should never restrict their movement. For many pets, just a simple vest or harness will be the perfect choice. For dogs and cats who don't like anything wrapped around them, consider for opting just with a festive collar instead. Make sure you are using pet-safe costume materials. Many cat and dog costumes are designed more for the ease of the pet owner rather than the animal, so it is important to consider things from your pet's perspective and needs. The best pet costumes are entirely cloth or plush material with no hard pieces that could scratch or harm your pet. Opt for Velcro over zippers and stay away from buttons, sequins, bows, and ribbons, or anything your pet might be able to tear off and chew, because they all like to do that. (laughs) Your pet's ability to see while in costume is also important. 
While they may look funny in a mask or glasses, these items can easily obstruct a pet's vision and stress them out, in addition to creating unnecessary danger. Not sure if something is safe for your pet? Just give their veterinarian a call to ask. Also, be sure to keep all collars and ID tags on your pet. Going trick-or-treating with your pet? Be sure to keep their collar and ID tags on, even if it means compromising the aesthetic of the costume or having to remove part of said costume. Hey, if there's not enough room around their neck for the collar to sit comfortably, then the costume's probably too tight anyway. On that note, you'll also want to consider microchipping your pet if you haven't. We have free microchipping Mondays, every Monday between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m., It's unlike an ID tag that could possibly come off, your microchip sits safely below the skin and can help reunite the two of you even if they are found without a collar and traditional identification. Finally, it's important to remember, pet costumes aren't meant to be worn for long periods of time or even meant for every pet. Halloween is best enjoyed when everyone is having fun, including the pets. So while costumes are fun for people, they are often less so for pets. Some pets just do not like dressing up, no matter the occasion or the material of the costume. If your dog or cat is acting anxious or just isn't having a good time, don't force things. Simply remove the costume and avoid dressing them up further. At the end of the day, no Instagram photo is worth sacrificing your pet's comfort or well-being. Here are some signs that you should remove your pet's costume. Flattened ears or ears pinned back. Licking lips for dogs and whining for dogs. Panting, shaking, hissing for cats, repeated meowing for cats. Going limp or generally refusing to move while in costume. Repeated yawning. Wide, fearful eyes. Shrinking away from you. Scratching or biting at themselves or attempts to rip their costume off. Remember, Halloween costumes and pet safety go hand in hand. Avoid An unexpected trip to the veterinary clinic during this spooky season by keeping all candy well out of reach from your your pet. And again, be prepared to remove your pet's costume if your pet isn't having a good time. You wouldn't want to cause your pet to be stressed on what's otherwise supposed to be a fun day. Alrighty, thank you so much, Haley. And I'm just going to ask, as I like to ask most of my guests, um... What are some three dogs or cats at the shelter right now that you'd like to promote and tell our listeners to check out online or in person and possibly adopt? Um, Okay, so I've got a couple for you today. Chico, he's a six and a half year old terrier mix. He's currently at the front desk, so definitely come see him. Um, I have Nubs, who's a brindle terrier uh, puppy. He's only eight months old with a natural bobtail, hence the name. He's very cute. (laughs) And Goober, a blue year, a blue two-year-old pity that has the sweetest face I've ever seen. Yes, he's green, he has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so sweet. <laughs> and then also, this time of year, people start to feel a little bit of the seasonal depression, so I wanted to encourage listeners to come in, and if you're feeling a little low, come give our dogs, our cats some treats, some love, because according to the National Institutes of Health, interacting with pets can reduce your stress hormone levels, which are cortisol and other ones, um, lower your blood pressure. Um, Other studies show that it can reduce loneliness and boost your mood and increase your feelings of social support. So if you're feeling low this holiday season, come hang out with us and love on our animals. Yes, definitely. I know working with 
dogs and cats every day and just having Freya in my office with me is just so much it brings me so much joy and it helps me out so much and just being able to like take her for a walk real fast if I'm getting stressed out or anything definitely helps with my mental health you nothing can replace an animal's uh, love and <laughs> compassion and the happiness they bring so definitely come out if you're feeling a little blue or sad and definitely be aware of it this holiday season and make sure to reach out to your friends or co-workers or family members just make sure to ask them how they're doing and just remember that everyone's going through some things and to be kind and just be nice (laughs) all right we're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back Alrighty, and we're back. So I just wanted to remind everyone, as always, if you or anyone you know is looking for a pet, please make sure to check out our shelter at the Flagler Humane Society. We have lots of loving, gorgeous, beautiful animals of all ages, of all sizes, waiting to be adopted and are in need of loving homes. All of our adoptions do include up-to-date vaccinations, up-to-date flea and heartworm prevention, a microchip, spay or neuter surgery, 14-day free veterinary visit, and 30 days of free pet insurance provided by the microchip company. And also, on the note of coming in to hang out with our pets, you don't have to be a volunteer to just come in and give them treats, but if you would like to become a volunteer, we have lots of many different volunteer opportunities available to suit your unique interests or skills. Um, Make sure to visit our website, flagleyhumanesociety.org, and you can click the Get Involved tab to learn more about becoming a volunteer and to submit an online volunteer application. Or if you're in town or by the shelter, you can stop by and get an application in person and fill it out or online. (laughs) We have new volunteer orientations every month, which are on the second Sunday of the month. Our next volunteer orientation will be on November 12th at 1 p.m. in the education room at the shelter. All potential volunteers must complete an application and attend an orientation before beginning. To learn more about our volunteer opportunities, you can contact us at volunteer at flagleyhumanesociety.org. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Haley for taking her time to join me this week. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone for listening to Speaking of Animals. I hope you all have a great Saturday. And happy Halloween. And happy Halloween. (laughs) 